0: Hello and thank you for tuning in to the evening standard of the D1T in 5 for Tuesday, July 18. Let's jump into today's top stories. The Pac-12 will not announce a new media deal at Friday's Media Day, per the Athletics' Stuart Mandel and Max Olson, who report the delay is in part attributable to recent developments in the negotiations. Per their source, we've seen folks come to the table that were not at the table six months ago. The patience that the presidents and chancellors are showing is paying off because waiting is going to result in better deals than the league would have gotten three, six, nine months ago. Beyond the near future, there remains no specific timeline for an announcement, per the source. Northwestern President Michael Schill announces two external reviews, one into how the athletic department detects threats and assesses accountability and one into the culture of the athletic department, per ESPN's Adam Rittenberg, who notes both reviews will be made public once they are complete. Meanwhile, Rittenberg also reports that, both sets of attorneys representing former Northwestern athletes will hold news conferences Wednesday morning in Chicago. I am told a former NU football player will attend at least one of the conferences and address reporters. No plaintiffs have identified themselves yet. Former Northwestern football head coach Pat Fitzgerald, President Michael Schill, former president Morton Shapiro, AD Derek Gregg and the Northwestern Board of Trustees are listed as defendants in a lawsuit filed by a former football student-athlete, who alleges the program and coaches were negligent in allowing hazing inside the team's locker room. The identity of the player remains anonymous, but his attorneys say other players, as well as student-athletes from other sports, are expected to join the suit in the coming weeks. The attorneys also say it's possible that more defendants, including former Wildcats AD slash current ACC Commissioner Jim Phillips, could be added to the suit, according to which the plaintiff will seek damages in excess of $50,000. Northwestern in a statement reiterates its commitment to student-athlete welfare and adds, When the university was made aware of anonymous hazing complaints in November 2022, we acted immediately with an independent investigator to conduct a comprehensive review of the allegations. We have taken a number of subsequent actions to eliminate hazing from our football program, and we will introduce additional actions in the coming weeks. The administration is committed to working alongside the board of trustees, the faculty, and the student body to ensure that hazing has no place at Northwestern. Syracuse AD John Wildhack talks about the retirement of former Orange men's basketball H.C. Jim Beheim and says the two engaged in a bittersweet conversation as Beheim explained his intentions. What I really respect about Coach Beheim is every coach will say, Hey, I really care about the program going forward. Every coach will say that. Jim Beheim really does care deeply about this program, about this university. I'm thrilled he's still part of the university, he's still part of the athletics department. He's going to help us in a number of ways. He's going to help us raise money, which we need to do, asked if Beheim could've coached next season if he'd wanted to, Wildhack replies, the conversation we had was Jim was ready. Jim was ready to step down and retire and that's the conversation. You deal with the moment and you deal with the reality of the moment. Wildhack also addresses the recently settled lawsuit between the school and football student athlete Luquin Allen, who was suspended for two semesters for his role in a campus fight last year. Wildhack declined to say whether he agreed with the school's suspension or if he advocated for Allen. Wildhack said, that's not a role an athletic director should play. There's separation and there's separation for good reason in terms of there's disciplinary anything in terms of university conduct. Wisconsin AD Chris McIntosh acknowledges that when it comes to NIL he had questions as to whether or not a market of our size could support a program of ours relative to others. And I don't have those concerns today. UW has partnered with several organizations, such as Altius Sports and the Varsity Collective, as well as created UW to educate its student-athletes on taxes, personal brand development and contracts, all of which Macintosh says required an incredible amount of bandwidth on the part of our organization. Macintosh adds, We've had over 200 athletes across men's and women's sports that have benefited from NIL opportunities made possible by the collective. You can't drive around madison without seeing one of our athletes on a billboard or as part of a promotion and that's what it was intended to be it's important that we can demonstrate the success that our student athletes are having at wisconsin and while it's prohibited to use nil in terms of recruiting it is important that we can demonstrate that there are opportunities here once recruits become badgers thank you for tuning in to the evening standard of the d1t in 5 for tuesday july 18th We'll see you back here bright and early tomorrow morning.